Hello, welcome to me talking about stuff. If I could choose to do one thing that is technically impossible, it would be I want to give Mark Zuckerberg a thing that he has to look at that will continually tell him that he has one notification. And every time he goes to look at it, it will not actually be there. <coughs> Gosh, I'm chesty today. Hello, how are you doing? Welcome to what this is. Um, this is This is stuff. Good. Okay. So, what do you want to talk about tonight? Anything in particular? I'm open to ideas. Something will come to me eventually. You know, it's been a... Has it been a busy week? My life is never busy. Really. It's it's never... You know, it goes in fits and starts. There might be like a little bit where it's really busy. But really not very long. Maybe a couple of days. That's, that seems excessive less than that. Let me think. I don't really do much. That's not true, actually. That, that's that's not true. I, I actually do a lot of stuff. Um, I, I don't know if I'm making a case for how hard I work. I feel like I might be onto a loser with that one because I know I know lots of people. If you, it's kind of weird about what I do because I genuinely enjoy it so much. And yeah, it's is it work? I'm working right now. By the way, to be clear with that, you are listening to me work. This isn't all of it, but this is a major part of it. I kind of wish this bit of it was more of it. Because I hate a lot of the other bits. I'm not a fan of editing stuff. I I don't. like. It. Do you know what the problem with it is? It's like you're reliving it. That That's what the problem is. You're just reliving it. I remember when we used to make movies. And we'd do uh, shooting for the day. And then the first thing Tristan wants to do. Is look at the video that we've shot throughout the day. And that's the opposite thing that I want to do. It's like we've just spent the day doing that. I don't want to think about that again until tomorrow, let alone care about what it looks like. So I've never I'm never in a race to edit stuff. I I hate that bit of it. I kinda hate all the organizational stuff. I I feel like I hate the web design stuff, but I I don't think I really do when I get into it. It's one of those things I'm continually frustrated about because I'm never as good at it as I want to be at all both the the design side and the coding side it's hard and it's all a struggle um you know i i achieve what i achieve in spite of myself which is an odd feeling but nevertheless it's it's hard to do so i i you know i don't like doing that i like doing things that are easy and talking comes easy it's a fairly straightforward thing to do he says pausing for a very long time. I'm actually suffering from a little problem of hearing a buzz in my headphones. I'm listening to it now. I'm, t- oh, I'm listening for it. Can I hear it? I've developed over the years something like... I was trying to think of... Right. Really good hearing. I was trying to think of an animal that had notoriously good hearing and couldn't think of one. I wanted to say hawk-like hearing but that's that's not what they do is it they're the the eyes 
on a hawk. Is that... I feel like an idiot now I've said it. Is it... No, you don't have the... Never mind. I've developed... I hear all kinds of weird things. Which has actually led me to what I was going to bang on about tonight. My my CD collection is growing. It, it's so odd. I feel weird saying it. My, my CD collection is growing. I'm buying CDs again. I, I've talked about that before. That's that's no shock. But I'm becoming a bit of an audio nerd. I I kind of... I kind of was. Like, I mean, just through podcasting, right? I've spent the last 10 years just plugging things into other things and, and stuff like that. It's all... It's, you know, it's, it's what I do. And and before that, playing music and stuff like that. It's, it's just stuff you come in, into contact with. But I'm becoming a real audio nerd. Like, I'm being like... Oh, I, I can tell that that's 256 kbps AAC and not the full CD quality. That's that's where I am. And I re- the weird thing is, I think I can tell the difference. Like, I really think I can tell the difference. Is that where you imagine you have a superpower that you don't really... Like, maybe if you were to blind test me on what am I listening to, CD or MP3, I'd be shit at it. I, I don't know, but I feel like I can tell the difference. And so I'm becoming an audio nerd. I'm, right, everything I'd ripped off my new CD collection, I've re-ripped at lossless quality. I'll be into flax soon at this rate. It's terrible. I'll have to grow a beard and, and care about speaker wire and shit like that. But I can tell the difference. I'm not kidding. It's weird. And I'm just starting to feel... See, I wanted to write about this, but I'm going to have to talk about it because it's, it's easier because I'm, I'm going to ramble, right? There's just something... For a start, of course CDs sound bad. There's loads more data on there. It's, it's that simple, right? You know why a Blu-ray movie looks so good? Because it's like 45 gigabytes in size. It's enormous. It's huge. So it looks better than a 6 gigabyte version that you download off iTunes. It's simply, it's, that's all there is to it. And so an MP3 is definitely sounding worse than a CD. And when you can hear it, when you know what you're looking for, and I only think I know what I'm looking for because I spend a lot of time listening to anything through headphones, you, you can really start to tell this difference. So the CDs are better just for, for that reason. But I'm also starting to realize just what it means to own the physical disc. And I think I kind of lost this with the DVDs. I think they were the things that put me off too many physical discs. But CDs, there's something really sort of... Right, let, let, let me tell you. The, the CDs that I've bought, I'm, I'm rebuying. They're, they're ones that I have owned in the past. I had a whole CD collection when I was a teenager, and over the years, just... The, I gave it away, you know, because I'd ripped everything and that was what you did. You'd rip it and I don't need these discs anymore. But So I'm now rebuying discs that I owned and coming with them are lots of memories and thoughts and things that surround this physical object. And it's sort of spurred on by all kinds of things. It's not just the album art and and being able to read through booklets and stuff that come with it but right down to things like the print on the CD and all kind just the whole tactile experience of owning this album 
and the limitation of not having all of your music library that you can just put on random which is what most of us do just having this collection of like 12 14 10 tracks by the same artist on this disc and that's what you've got to listen to and it's the whole experience is about this collection of music it's there in physical form in your hand you can hold it and you can feel it and touch it and you listen to it and it sounds great because cds genuinely sound great a lot of people will tell you vinyl sounds like the best it, you know, it's bullshit it's cds okay i have nothing technical to back that up it's just my opinion and so you have this you have this disc and you you feel a connection to it like any physical object and because you have that physical connection things from it are, are seem to me to be stored in your brain a lot more easily like it, it suddenly occurred to me that all of the out al- you know I, i've not bought until this recent stint of buying which is about two weeks old i haven't bought a cd possibly certainly not in this decade possibly not in this millennium okay i haven't illegally downloaded any music for a very long time uh, an extremely long time it was something that i did when it was invented uh because suddenly you got this here's all the world's music just have it kind of thing clearly we were waiting for a spotify to come along um so a, a lot of my my music was pirated and even the stuff that i'd bought in recent years i didn't have this connection to it that i had with the cd i didn't know what a lot of the album artwork looked like or or what order the tracks were in a lot of songs i had were just songs not albums just one track track seven track 13 off an album and so all these connections that you make with this this music just cease to be it's still there for the music that you've known and loved throughout your life for many years because you remember that that's all you've made that connection it's it's stored in your brain it's there so when you when i listen to like a paul an old paul weller album on itunes i it's you know i'm getting that back the memories back from having the cd which i'm pleased to say is now in my possession again but the new stuff i've never had that connection with it it's there it's in order i can click play it will play it doesn't sound awful however bad i think mp3s or aac's sound compared to the cd it's there it's it's working it's perfectly listenable so what's the problem and i'm just forced to conclude that what is missing what is not being replaced by this method is the physical object i feel so more connected to it now just just so much better now that there's a thing i own i can hold it and it it doesn't necessarily even need to be a thing that I'm going to pick up off a shelf, put in a machine and play. Although I'm kind of going in, getting into the habit of just when I go out in the car, picking one up and taking it with me. Um, just to limit myself. Because I'm kind of, I think I've been feeling overwhelmed by the the world of music that is available. When you suddenly make everything available, suddenly it becomes very difficult to find what you want to choose what you want um it's a great thing to have i'm not knocking it i still have spotify and it's not going anywhere 
but I, I, I'm kind of reevaluating the role that music has in my life and where it, you know, how I should treat it. And I'm kind of feeling like, okay, so I can't buy the world's music. The, the days of trying to, you know, brag about how many thousands of songs you've got in your iTunes library, that's pretty much over isn't it? I've got 30 million songs. That's what I've got. That's my music like 30 million tracks from Spotify. So th those days are gone, but I, I still want this super high quality version of the stuff that I really love. I suppose that the difference between mu music and movies is that you can watch a movie, enjoy it and never see it again for the rest of your life. And that works out okay. Whereas music it, it repeats a lot more on us. It's, a, you know, it's a much more uh, prominent thing in our lives. And we hear stuff and it gets stuck in our heads. Um, and so there's stuff that I want to own in that high quality format. And that's the stuff I'm buying on CD. And I'm kind of thinking of just trying to work on the basis of with new stuff going forward. If I'm going to, if I'm listening to something in Spotify and it becomes important enough to me to want to add the album, then I should buy this CD. And that seems to be the way to do it and i think you know just looking through my library again and i've i've gone through a, a culling process by the way there is now no pirated music in my library uh which which cut out a lot of stuff i didn't realize what i didn't own um but it's kind of becoming more important to me that i own the stuff that i love and play the shit out of you know the stuff where you just know all the words, where you know the the order of the songs in the album, the the kind of stuff where if you hear it out of context of the album, it feels weird that it isn't followed by the next song on the album. You know, the kind of stuff that when you hear it on random, you will stop the random and play the album through to the end. There's plenty of stuff like that. It's important stuff. And I kind of want to get back to making that connection with music again. I miss it. I really do. And the reason why I'm talking about this at all is kind of a, an almost a wake up people. Can't you see what's going on? We're losing stuff here. I, I'm, I'm genuinely beginning to believe that we're losing stuff by moving to a, a non-physical or digital media world that we're, we've underestimated the importance of those physical objects. And, I, I think we've just blindly walked into this. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not saying anyone's wrong. You know, it, it just seems like we we walked away from something that was better. And we've never replaced it with something as good. And now I'm just realizing that. Because what's there is pretty good. You know, it's... <coughs> excuse me. It, it's not like you're listening to Spotify thinking, Dear God, what is this noise? It sounds great. And it's all there. But we're losing something. We've we've walked away from it and didn't realize. And I'm kind of I feel like I'm I'm having my eyes opened to what's what's been going on. And so I've got to share it with you. I've got to tell you, that's that's what we've been doing wrong. We we've been getting rid of CDs. I'm interested I don't feel like it's the same with DVDs. I I really don't. It's quite odd. Um, I, I think with with music, you tend to want something specific. 
You know what music you want to listen to. Sometimes you might be fairly easy going and go for a genre or an artist, but there's a lot more, you know, specification going on. Whereas I feel with movies, sometimes it's just a case of I want to watch a movie. I want it to make me laugh. I want it to be an action movie or a sci-fi or, or whatever. Or, you know, those DVDs that I've got piled up at the back of this room don't get called upon very often. If ever. I, I can't remember. Do you know what? I, I've lent my DVD player to a friend. There you go. And I, I haven't missed it. It's actually a Blu-ray player. And I, I haven't missed it. Because what do we watch? We watch Netflix. Basically, we watch, we watch Netflix. It looks great, but the premise is just as long as there's something on. You know, and it kind of works better if I've never seen it before. I suppose there's another difference. Music doesn't have a twist at the end. There's no sort of real surprise ending. Maybe, you know, you might get a piece of music go somewhere you didn't expect, but there's no sort of, oh, it was him all along. You don't get that same sort of surprise that you get nobody's you didn't listen to to an album and like oh you could see dead people and bruce willis was dead the whole time i didn't that's a movie thing so movies work better if you see the new ones i think so that's why that collection back there never gets called upon you know there are a few sort of classics i love that i'm always happy to watch you know there's there's that small collection of go-to movies but they exist in an iTunes library. You know, things like the Burbs, the Star Trek movies, the Bond movies, all this sort of thing. Bats the Feet, big things. These sort of landmark movies that, that a lot of people enjoy and love. Like The Lost Boys and what else have I got here? Mission Impossible 4. You know, the classics. And I, I don't really ever watch any of these. In fact, I never watch any of these. I don't know why they're on a hard drive. I I, I never watch any of them. If I'm gonna if I was gonna watch a movie now, I'd just load up Netflix, and see what there is that I hadn't seen. That's nah, that's no good for selling movies. I'm afraid. Um, God, I've actually got a copy of Expendables too. My God, see, I'm never gonna watch it again. I'm never gonna see that film again. Why would I ever sit and watch that film again? When there's a film I haven't seen. Right? Whereas music doesn't work like that. Music's much more important. And so I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to build up a CD collection. I still have a Billy the Bookcase in this room. They're meant for CD storage. So... Yeah. Hey, what happened to the other one of those? Didn't we used to have two? Yeah, never mind. Um, I think I smashed it up. On purpose, when we did the living room. I seem to remember taking it apart now. Yeah, it wouldn't go in here. Actually, it would have done. Damn. But anyway, I've got a Billy Bookcase, and they're meant for CDs. So I'm going to rebuild my CD collection, and I'm going to grow it, and I'm going to make it enormous. Yeah. I tell you, these, these pre-owned CDs from Amazon are pretty amazing. I'm... The only thing that gives me a little apprehension about using it I'm aware that by buying pre-owned CDs, I'm not supporting the artist. The artist has already gotten their money from the sale of that CD. They're not seeing any more from me. And it would be fairer. The right thing to do 
would be to buy the actual brand new CDs. That's... It's something I feel bad about. I can't... Look, do you know what? I can't do anything about it. That's kind of where I've arrived at with it. I would like to buy new copies of all of Billy Joel's CDs. That would be ever so nice. But that would cost me a fortune. Right? That would cost me a lot of money. So I can't buy Billy Joel's CDs. All brand new. So I have to buy them pre-owned. Which is, you know, it's kind of alright though. Because that works alright for me. Because they're fantastically cheap when they're pre-owned. Right? Look at this. Pulp. Different class. Brand new. Oh, you can't even get a new one. Right, buy the MP3 album for £7 in the Amazon Digital Music Store. Or used on CD in higher quality for one pence. What do you, you know, come on. So I've been able to rebuild my CD collection for like, fuck all money. I've bought so many CDs. And the most expensive, look, look, there's one at 95 pence. Oh, that's a Paul Weller album at 8 pence. It's just ridiculous. So, I'm. Do you know what the consolation for me is? I have bought these CDs before. That's that's my only consolation. Wouldn't it be weird if one of mine came back to me? No, never going to happen. But I've bought these before, and that kind of you know that fills me in a bit. I feel a bit better with that. And plus, when I listen to any of this stuff on Spotify, they get money for that. You know, I'm not. I'm not stealing it. I feel man, I'm gonna just talk about something else now because I feel awful. Hey, Graceland's a good album, isn't it? If you haven't heard Paul Simon's Graceland album, then uh, you know. Ah, there's something wrong with the stream. I think I know what it might be. Hang on. There. I've turned off OneDrive, and I believe that will have been absolutely shafting my up bandwidth. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause and have a drink. There's no subtle way to do this when you're on your own. You're supposed to have somebody else you can talk to and let you fiddle with stuff while they're talking. I don't have that, so I have to go. Hey, I'm gonna take a drink now. You're gonna listen to me have a drink. Tonight's drink: cherry Coca-Cola. Or Coca-Cola Cherry. I think it's made with actually more sugar and, and poison than regular Coca-Cola. It's very special. How are you guys listening live doing? Is, is the live stream cleared up at all? I would hope it has. Or has it cut off altogether? I should look at my little app. Oh, we're on air. I'm on air. It's all good. Yeah, it's not you, it's me. Sorry. Sorry. I was actually looking into a way to do our own streaming thing. We go through another server system. And I was kind of wondering if I could put my own together. But, uh, nah. Life's too short. You know, there are some things... We... Do you know what? When I first started learning about sort of web programming and various things like that, you sort of get into this headspace of wanting to know how everything's done and how every little bit works and that sort of thing. And you need to very quickly get into the attitude of whatever it is I'm trying to do, someone else has already done it, and I'll just use that. And it saves you a lot of trouble. 
So uh, I'm going to continue to pay for the streaming server rather than trying to build my own streaming network over Amazon, whatever their thing is. Amazon Web Services, that that had escaped me. I'm going to move on from talking about music because I want to talk about Patreon. Now, hmm, how to approach this? I always feel awkward about this. It's it's tricky. And maybe maybe this will come out right. Okay, um, I've written a blog post about this on TechSupportRich.com that that tries to explain this a lot. But I I wanted to say it in words, out loud, spoken words. Um, this is a relatively common thing that I shouldn't feel as bad about as I do. Patreon's a big, well-known site. I was surprised Alison knew about it when I told her about it. But uh, it's basically a website where you can fund your favorite creators, artists, whatever. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and call myself an artist. Obviously not in the painting sense, knobhead. No, but in the sense that I am a person who creates things for people to consume that's what you're doing now. If you're hearing me say that, you're hearing, you are consuming my output. Make of that what you will. And so if you like the output of people, you can go to this website, patreon.com, and you can you can give them money so that they can continue to do the thing that they do. Um, which is, you know, pretty cool. And this helps out all kinds of different creative people. So if I just... You know, as an example, thought I would have been able to quickly pull up an example there, but apparently not. I'm I'm blaffing, I'm blagging my way through it. Here we go. So you know, it fits into categories like film and video, comics, podcasts, comedy, crafts and DIY, music, drawing and painting, games, social, uh, science, dance and theatre, writing, animation, photography, and education. <coughs> you hear me being chesty? It's horrible, isn't it? Sorry. And so. You can support all these different types of people. I'm a podcaster, sort of. I'm well. That's a whole other argument. Um, but but I'm on here as a podcaster, and I'm asking for your support. Basically, this is a very difficult thing to do. Um, historically, I like doing things where I sell stuff. You know, like. Um, simply everything subscriptions and downloads and t-shirts and stuff like that and the problem is i i think you see this is very difficult for me to talk about and work correctly and i I wish there was someone else here to talk to about it but that you know we'll muddle through this we'll muddle through this um basically i need to have more money than i have that's that's really the gist of this isn't it and so i've set up a patriot patreon account where people can can support me doing what i do this that you're listening to now being one of those things okay the other things being things like all of simply syndicated and uh writing reviews of things and stuff like that you know but you you look you know what i do you know what this is it you're experiencing it, and I'm asking for support, basically. It's as simple as that. So the way Patreon works is I set various pledge levels at various amounts of money, and you get different things 
as a person who pledges different amounts, okay? And now there's no set rules on what these things have to be. But, you know, I had a look around various things and see what other people are doing and, and that sort of thing. I think I've come up with a fun list of stuff, okay? I, actually, it's not that fun now I'm reading it. There's five fifteen dollars I found out I can post stuff on the Patreon website just for subscribers, just for people who support me. And so I'm going to start doing that. Um, I need to figure something out. Bear with me because I've got a couple of things on the go. But I absolutely am going to get something up on that very, very soon in the next couple of days. And so there will be... Uh, content just for these people, uh, based on the on just on the Patreon website, which is you know I think I think that's a pretty good offer. You know that's that's me creating more stuff, and you get it as a person who supports me. I was particularly pleased with the fifty dollar pledge amount, where I'm quite prepared. And there's only ten of these, by the way. I can limit how many people can buy each one, right? So the lower end ones, there's infinite available, right? But at the higher end, the more the money goes up, the fewer these things there are available. So we'll see We'll see how it goes. So on the pledge of $50, I will record and send you a personalized set of message tones for your smartphone, which I thought could be quite amusing. Like, do you want a personalized ringtone of me talking? Or, or going, you've got a message. There's a message, Dave, if your name's Dave, or something like that. And, you you know, you, we can email before I do it, but there's 10 of those. So I'm prepared to do that. Um, I'm also prepared to have this one I was quite pleased with. This is a very high-end one, right? I'm hoping I've got some sort of very prestigious high-end listeners out there, okay? You're the guys I'm talking to. At the $500, because I think, look, I know some of these, bit, there's a $5,000 one. I'm, I'll go over that one in a minute. Um but the $500 one, I, you can come on a show every month and talk to me about whatever you want. I thought that might be interesting. Plus, for $500, I'll talk to anyone who wants to talk to me about whatever they want. That's fine. I'll, I'll do that. I don't have a single problem with that. Um, so that you can have that if you want. It'll cost you $500, but that's, that's what it is. The $5,000 top prize... We do shaft three times a week. You see, now, some of this stuff, it's kind of for me because I'm so painfully poor, it makes me want to cry. And basically, I'm soon going to have to just get a real job and uh, pack in this, this, you know, all the online stuff, which I really don't want to do. But, you know, things have to... You've got to live your life. Um, we're happy to do shaft. We've always been happy to do shaft. Um, but the problem, we have logistical problems. We have problems with Allison's work and various things like that. At $5,000, we just do that. Like, Allison would pack up working where she works. We'd become full-time. It would be the biggest project in our lives. Shaft three nights a week. Like a live calling show on this live channel. And if you're not listening live, where the hell are you? Friday nights at midnight, UK time. Come on, people. And we do that. Now, I'd, I've actually just put it there. I'm not really saying, so why don't you go and give me $5,000? Why don't you? I know. I know. Unless, but this is the thing, right? Unless I'm talking to you and you, you 
that you're like, ha, $5,000. I've just bought 19 Apple watches. I can give you $5,000. It right. Pharrell, if you're listening, we, we'd bring Shaft back three nights a week. That's, that's what I'm saying, really. And we'd make lots of people very happy, including ourselves and our listeners. And, and that, it'd be great. So, yeah, I'm going to keep adding stuff to this, this Patreon account. There's, I'm going to do a video because, you know, that's, that's also a thing. Uh, I'm going to post some uh, stuff on there. I might do a video series that is just for there. Oh, now then. That's an interesting idea. I wonder if I can think of some fun driving in the car video ideas. Because people always like those. What do you think? You see, that right, I, I can't get enough feedback from you guys. Whatever it is I'm up to these days, and I'm trying to make it very, you know, uh, public, what it is I'm up to. Um, comment, please. Have opinions, feedback. Comments on, on SoundCloud are fantastic. Comments on Facebook are fantastic. Tweet at me, whatever. I love getting feedback because otherwise it's kind of me just throwing mud at a wall. And that's, you know difficult and soul-destroying so i'm happy to receive feedback about anything so uh, you know with regards to the patreon what should i put on it what should i put on there for special supporters i'm i'm open to ideas i've got a few ideas clearly i've just thought of one so i'm i'm happy to hearing more ideas about stuff uh just always give me feedback please i love it I absolutely love it. I have never told anyone off for giving me feedback. I have never been anything less than over the moon to receive feedback. Some people are just mean and they can fuck off. But constructive criticism and opinion is always welcome. Okay. And just in case you're wondering, no, I'm never going to fire anyone off any show just because you don't like that one person on a show or something like that. Okay. But, you know, I'm, I could add other things to this. You know... Where it's like 5,000 or more per month. What if uh, like 3,000 we would bring Make It So back once a week forever? Because we'd do that. You know, that's no problem. And, you know... <coughs> by the way, I have to say that any problems that Simply Syndicated with regards to like getting shows out on a weekly basis is due to one very massive enormous problem, Right? Of all the people you hear on podcasts that Simply Syndicated, one of them is a full-time podcaster. Can you guess which one that is? That's right. It's me. Everyone else does other things. That isn't to say that they want to do those other things or that they wouldn't become full-time podcasters at the drop of a hat or that these things don't matter to them or whatever, right? But they do other things because, quite frankly... We have to live in houses and eat food and wear clothes and, and all, all these other things that you're aware that we all have to do. And while Simply Syndicated runs itself, it doesn't pay everybody, right? It's very difficult to admit one's business isn't doing great. We're doing fine. That's the best way I can put it. I never go to bed worrying is Simply Syndicated going to be there in a year. Of course it is. It's always been fine. That's all right. But I'm not making a great living of it. And it would be very good if I could pay people that make podcasts. In fact, that's not even really... That may sound like that's an optional 
kind of bonus thing to achieving life. No, no, no. That's the plan, right? That's the whole point of it. That I will make money off podcasting just like everybody else that I make podcasts with. That's that's the point, right? The only reason that we don't all have lots of money because there isn't lots of money. And that, that's very, very frustrating. And so, but people have to have jobs. There's just no two ways about that. I can't ever, ever get upset with somebody for saying, I can't do it every week. I've got, I've got to fucking work, you idiot. Of course you've got to work. Of course you have. But I'm very sure that there are, well, I know for a fact there are certain individuals who, if I could say, I can pay you as much as you earn from your rubbish job that you don't like to just do your show on the network, and they would never go back to their other job. They'd, I, I don't know that they'd even quit. You know, they'd just never go there again. And so just having this level of income would up the production uh, regularity immensely because then we could actually do stuff. Now, kind of part of my job is to facilitate that happening, right? And it's it's been a long time coming and things are better now than they've ever been, but still not anywhere near good enough. We face a lot of problems just by being... Uh, based in the UK I've, I've it says look it says this on the, the post I put up about Patreon you have no idea what it feels like when you're trying to explain to Squarespace that just because your podcasts are recorded in the United Kingdom doesn't mean that they are exclusively listened to by British people you know that's so frustrating and just because of that country divide there's no sponsorship here there's nobody interested in that sort of thing and the mainstream, you know, we, we sort of become outside of the mainstream because the mainstream ends up becoming the massive cultural juggernaut that is uh, the United States. That ends up being what people find. We're still pretty much the only UK-based general... Ah, right, now there are other UK-based podcast networks, aren't there? Because there's things like the... Uh, British Tech Network and other people like that. But nobody's getting rich over here, right? There aren't that many Leo Laportes in the world. There are none over here. And that is not through lack of trying. It is not through lack of ability. It is not through lack of opportunity. It's, well, that's bullshit. It's the third one. This is what happens when I ramble. I say I get ahead of myself and stumble. Um, it's the lack of opportunity. We have lots of shows at Simply Syndicated. We we make a lot. And those shows are, believe it or not, very very highly downloaded for podcasts. The average the average podcast audience is, is two hundred and something, I think. Um and we're into thousands and thousands. And especially when you combine all the downloads of all the shows across the network. We're into hundreds of thousands, if not millions, right? And yet no one's no one's interested. Do you think I, I mean, do you think I email no one? Do you think I call no one? Of course I do. Whenever I hear a new sponsor on any other kind of podcast, I, I contact them immediately. A lot of times you just get absolutely no reply. Um, and when you do generally, oh, but you're in England. Oh, we're, we only sell to America. Yeah. So a third of our audience is American. 
just like shows produced by America. I've heard it many times when people have talked about the the you kind of got a, a three-way split you've got a third goes to america a third goes to the united kingdom and a third goes to everywhere else with the majority of those going to canada and australia obviously because they're the english-speaking nations in the world um and so advertising on one of simply syndicated shows is essentially identical to subscribe to advertising on any other network shows uh, but convincing people who aren't overly excited about having to advertise on podcasts in the first place of that is very difficult to do. Hence, simply everything. You know, a subscription service of all our content. It lets you pay us some money and you get what we make. I've I've always felt that was the fairest, nicest, rightest thing to do. The best way to make money. We make a thing, you like it, so you buy it and give us money and we make more of that thing. That that seems, to, I've always felt that was like the most honest and, and basic form of transaction that I could ever get involved in. Um, but again, it's not without its problems. Because then what you're essentially doing is saying, right, I am going to run a subscription web service which believe it or not is actually reasonably difficult right i mean where would you start i mean i'm not claiming to be a fucking genius i'm not right i use all kinds of products and various other things mixed in with a bit of my own muddle in it together to make simply everything work but i'm not netflix i am i am not amazon i don't have their resources that's why I can feel free to slag off Apple Music. That's fine. Theirs doesn't work. Mine doesn't work either, but I'm not the biggest company on the planet Earth. So, you know, I, I have a little wiggle room there. Um, it's very difficult to do it. Uh, and, and as such, it gets sort of... I feel it's stunted at the moment. It's just a little bit hasn't gone anywhere. And that's because it's just me. Ideally, there would be teams of people working on this, obviously. And I would actually have very little, if anything, to do with it. In an ideal world, you know, there'd be a team of people dedicated to making simply everything work. And you'd also have people to deal with support requests. You'd have a department doing the Android app and the iOS app. And maybe just one guy sat in the corner on his own doing the Windows phone app. You know, that's that's how you'd work it. But at the moment, it's just me. It's just just me with my procrastination and mental problems and desire to just sit rambling in front of a microphone and need to watch star trek that's what we got here and so you know this is why i'm rebuilding simply everything once again launching september 30th okay uh that's that's when it will be up incidentally subscription prices will be higher then as well uh so you might want to sign up ahead of time I will find a way to transition everybody over to the new system. It's going to be just a totally new system and it's going to be much, much better. And then we'll look at, you know, I played with the idea before, funding for an Android app. Let's get it done. You know, my problem there was finding a Chinese developer that I was uncomfortable with. I need to find somebody I can either meet face to face or talk to on the phone. So, I'm, you know, but that's by the by. So, you know, the stuff to build and rebuild and that sort of thing. But I need support while I do it, which is why I opened the Patreon. You know, this, this, it's very difficult. And I'm kind of at breaking point with it now. Uh, 
I love what I do. It means the world to me and the benefits I've had of it are immeasurable from the experiences I've had, the places I've been, the people I've met, all of it. I couldn't have hoped for the last 10 years to be better than they were unless I'd actually been earning a living wage throughout that time, which would have been nice. It would be nice going forward. And so this is kind of that appeal to say, look, I do this and I love it. And I think everybody else likes it too. I know there are plenty of people who don't and they don't listen. So if you're hearing me and you've gotten this far, and I think it's like 47 minutes or something like that. It's probably a little less. No, it's, it's roughly 47 minutes. If you've listened this far, clearly you care. Clearly you, you, you're with me on this. And I give you something. And I'm just asking for support. That's what Patreon is. That's what it's there for. I'm going to keep mentioning it. What I've not said is that my user profile, surprisingly enough, is patreon.com slash techsupportrich. There are links. There, There's a link on my SoundCloud page. There's a link on techsupportrich.com. There are going to be links everywhere, all over the fucking place, all the time. Because I need, I need some support. But it's fair to say, you know, what I really hope to get out of it as well is, you know accountability this is my problem in life this is <laughs> i'm just listing problems tonight aren't i that's you know one of my problems in life a lack of accountability if i get up tomorrow and do fuck all no one says a word that's all there is to it um and so what i'm purposefully trying to do is build accountability into my life because i work alone there is none right i'm the boss no one tells me off. Um, Alison might tell me off from time to time when I deserve it. But other than that, that's pretty much it. You know, I I always used to get it when I would get a haircut. You'd get, why are you here at 11 o'clock in the morning? Well, because I, I can just do whatever the fuck I want. Have you been given the day off? Do you know I think I might have been? Um, <coughs> that sort of thing. I need accountability. I need somebody else to be angry or disappointed if I've not done something and that will help me a great deal I'm building this is all part of self-improvement by the way I'm building structure and rules and limits and and things that need to be done into my life because I've been as you are well aware quite the mess and uh, I'm now restructuring both myself my life and my business and my use of the word both in that particular sentence so without further ado, I'm going to leave you tonight because I, I have rambled on for a solid 50 minutes and, and you might just be dribbling now listening to this. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Um, once again, I did an entire live show with an open phone line and said nothing. I, I will try and build this up. And, and perhaps as the live audience builds up, then, uh, you know, it will be good. I would like some communication, though. You know, send me some feedback. If you want to email me, Email me at richardsmith at simplysyndicated.com or techsportrich at gmail.com or techsportrich at icloud.com or whatever. I'm actually breaking rules that I advised to uh, young women who were part of the fappening now. Don't give out your email address if you don't have to because it lets people know what system you're on, you know? But clearly, Gmail, iCloud... Do you know what? It's everything with TechSportRich. If you send TechSportRich at, at the moon, it'll probably... It, no, that's probably a thing. Um, 
Textbotrichard gmail.com. I'd love to get feedback. And also feel free to comment on SoundCloud or anything like that. And of course, if you're living, listening on SoundCloud, please give me a hit the like or the repost button or all those other things we do on SoundCloud. And yes, Textbotrich at Patreon. No, patreon.com slash Textbotrich. I've, I've reached the end and done a wrap up and totally forgotten to tell you about the Simply Syndicated Movie News Show. So I'm going to do that very quickly right at the end. I'm on a new show. Uh, with Admiral Marius and Rick. Sorry, they're the same person. Admiral, Admiral Marius and Scott, who you'll have heard on the White Star 5 podcast. You've heard Rick on, on Starbase 66 and many. You know who I'm talking about. And Jen from Take It or Leave It. We now do a, a weekly movie news show because, quite frankly, we were talking about movie news too much on every other show. So we now have a dedicated show for it, and it is called Simply Syndicated Movie News. Episode 1 is already out. We'll be recording episode 2 tomorrow. It's a weekly Saturday, 9pm UK time thing, so you can work that out where you are. Um, We do record live if you want to come along and listen. Uh, Other than that, I think it comes out Mondays. I'm in the process of putting together a weekly schedule for all the shows and that sort of thing. So, But Sunday on Monday... Yeah, you'll be able to hear that. It's on SoundCloud. It's on our website, simplysyndicated.com, along with all the other shows. So look out for that. And as a little bit of a last-minute dangler for you, we are bringing Do Ask Do Tell back this Sunday. There will be an episode up to download probably Tuesday, I think, because we have the Monday news shows that come out now. Uh, so I'll skip it to Tuesday. Uh, but we'll be recording that live again on Sunday at 8 p.m. I'm doing my entire weekly schedule off the top of my head. I think it's 8 p.m. Look, follow me on Twitter at TechSportRich and you'll see what's going on. That's the best way to do it. So, until next week, there'll be lots of other crap I put out on SoundCloud, uh, but I'll be doing this again next Friday at midnight UK time and maybe you could come along and listen. You know, that'd be great. So, I'll catch you later. Bye-bye.